Welcome to Miami. Bienvenidos a Miami. You're now listening to MIA Radio. Who put this thing together? DJ Kev, DJ Zaya. That's who. Let me holler at my real Miami motherfuckers. Wait, 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 wait. This that Zaya Cash shit, though. Yeah. yeah. Lo mejor en Miami, bro. You already know. They're going to yeah. shut down the city with this shit right here. Zaya Cash, best in the city, bruh. Bruh. But it's going to be a podcast? Am I everything? I'm still lost. I me too. I don't know Yo, what's going on. Yo, I still want to listen to it, though. It's Zaya and Cash, bro. Oh, shit. I'm down. 305 Miami shit. Am I a radio? We back, baby. Yo, we back. back First again. of all, hey, let's start with... A little back. shout out. Bare bones, OG. I know, right? Stripped. Nobody in the studio. The, we already got the, as you can tell, the PPP loan run out. We already got <laughs> shit confiscated. So We're back not, to just two mics. Right. First of all, big shout out to Billy G. I was with him yesterday, and he's like, bro, what's up? You guys, like, I've been driving. I don't have anything to listen to. So, Oh, we coming, bro. We here, here you for go. you, bro. Here you go, man. We're trying to schedule everything right. So Plug in that Billy G. uh so I just did, bro. Yo, big shout out to Billy G. Shout out to Josh Premium Meats. Uh, we just did a, we did a, a, a TikTok or I don't know what you want to call it. Like we did content, a, a content. We did content yesterday where I cooked, I cooked picadillo, and like, bro, like me and my chick, like you know, fucking took our time, like, everything, fucking trying to make it right. Took us, you know, like forty minutes, whatever. And so I was, I cooked it at home and then I was going to bring it in, blind test him. He took a bite. He knew what it was. And then in like four minutes, he makes like a better version of it. Damn. Four minutes only. He- no, dude, literally. I, no, real talk. It literally took him like five minutes to make it. And he was just like, like, he just throws everything in, chops it up. And then that shit's like delicious. And you're like, yo, what the fuck? So he did that. And then he asked me, he's like, yo, what's your favorite childhood meal? And I said, meatloaf. Damn. That's left field. I wanted a left field. It's not my favorite, favorite, but it's like one of my favorites. So he made Josh premium meats, uh, Kobe beef meatloaf. Damn. All right. Now I could get behind that. Right. Right. He made like this insane. And then he told me that growing up, he used to have meatloaf sandwiches. Damn. Which is like. Loaf, loaf, loaf. You know, it's I like, always thought of meatloaf like, like uh, low grade. Like, yo, you got some, some quick, right? Right. It's, it's all right, but it's not bad. Boom. But I never thought of it like Kobe beef. Yeah, yeah. He, I mean, he he churched it up, you know. But I told him that I I used to have it like in Nicaragua. We didn't have that shit. Like, I had it when I joined the military, and that's when I first started. When I was around like more white people, obviously, <laughs> <laughs> like. And it was like a meal that I was like, yo, why is this not like a thing? Why are people, you know. Well, where can you get a good meatloaf in Miami? Like, I don't know. There's no spot that's like, oh, Like yeah. a yard bird? They're known well, like, for their meatloaf. The yard bird? The one on the beach? Like some kind of southern cooking? Meatloaf and mashed potatoes. Maybe. Tom's know. Barbecue. Maybe Red Rooster might have something. Golden know. Corral. Golden Corral. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it sounds like. I haven't been to Gold- bro, Golden Corral when I was in the military. It was like. That's, that's broke days, bro. That's fucking that's grade A right there, buffet for a working middle class family, bro. Dude, the bread, the bread is fire there. Shout out to Pac though. That's the real buffet in Miami, Dude, bro. I still never been. I went on Saturday. I, no, ain't cheap. Yeah, yeah, bro. For my birthday, bro. Bro. Well, let's talk about that. Happy birthday. How was the birthday? <laughs> First of all, hey, Ed. Ed slipped. 
Ed was supposed to have the content, the nah, pic. Nah, bro, I kept it the most low key. Nobody, only the real ones knew it was my birthday. I knew, I knew. I mean, I have it yeah. on my calendar. But yeah. then I hit up Ed. I was like, yo, like, he's like, but I was also on the West Coast, so I didn't want to post something at like 4 p.m. Nah, nah, and then nah, it was nah, like 9 but, p.m. But now it's like when you get older and you, like, if you don't post anything, you see who you see sends you the. Because are, before right? it was like, if you knew, you knew. Yeah. Because now, Cause now you, you could. The calendar lined yeah, up. Yeah. Like, now you like, could wait for someone to post and you're like, oh, shit, that's right. It's their birthday. Happy birthday, bro. But, you know, now I fucking keep it. I kept it low key. Didn't fucking work. Went out. Went uh, Saturday. Went to the pool during the day. Sure then. Uh, spent a day there with my girl. Obscene came through. Nice. Uh, and then we went to Pac, bro, because that's my favorite buffet spot. And uh, my girl organized a little little surprise with the boys. Nice. Boys came through, and we fucking ate the sushi up, bro. Fire. A place for, for being a sushi buffet yeah. is usually they're not that great. Sushi but buffets are always super sketch. Super sketch. I mean, besides the sushi, the... The entrees is a little, you know, you gotta you gotta catch them on a good day, but yeah. the sushi's always on it's, point, bro. And does does un- the job unlimited, so you can't complain. <laughs> but yeah, bro, cheap, just kept it low key. And you were in Arizona, you were in the West Coast. Yeah, bro. so uh it's been a long month. I've been shit, we recorded after San Antonio, I think, right? Yeah, you've been in and out, bro. Yeah, I've been just tapping in with people, um, bunch of resources that I've built throughout the years, a bunch of different people that have offered me gigs or have kind of like reached out, um, just kind of made it work. So I went to LA, I played adults only, which is in Hollywood, which is wild because it's like in a strip mall, like in the corner of a strip mall. And it looks like a, like an adult store, like a, like a porn store. And then you walk in and it's like pretty ish in the back, you know, like, I did that on Friday. Uh, shout out to Equal. He put me on that. And then Saturday, I did Mom's Bar with DJ Bossa Nova. And that shit felt like Purdy for real. Like Purdy and like, you, ever, you went to Bruno's in San Francisco? No, I never went. Like, it looked like Purdy. Like, very low ceilings, dark. You might have like the little Christmas lights or the little like. But um, shout out to Bossa Nova. He does the weekends there. He's like the resident. And like, he has the crowd pretty tapped in. Like. Instead of just like, you know, same thing when in Arizona when I played, like when the resident DJ has like the crowd tapped in and like they tell you, yo, and like you can kind of do whatever you want, like because and then you hear him play before and then it's like, all right, like so I did that that Saturday and um it went really well. Like, bro, I recorded my set, I'm gonna I'm gonna post it. What's the LA vibe like now? So in adults only, it was mainly hip hop and reggaeton. Like just, you know, same shit. Like literally like hits. Club hip hop, club rap, plus reggaeton. And then in Mom's Bar, it was pretty open. And then, you know, he told me, he's like, you play as open as you want, do whatever you want. And that's what I'm getting at. Like, that was in Santa Monica. So it's a little bit. And they still close at two? At two, yeah, yeah. bro. Beat the clock, bro. That's crazy. That beat man. the clock shit is, is insane to me. And I played. You would think that LA would be longer, I right? Know, but I guess. Dude, closing at two feels like. They're so strict though. Like there. you're starting your day, you know, like you're like, and I played, dude, and actually, I think I told him I would get up, bro, I don't, this reminds me of conflict because conflict is doing all the time. Like, I think I asked them to get on earlier and it's not because they're doing a bad job. It's because. Uh, yeah. Cause you want more You just want to play. You just want to play longer. You know? Yeah. Like, and especially ending at two, you're just like. Yeah. Cause if you think about it in, in comparison, like you, sometimes you start at one here. 
Yeah. That's only like an hour. One from to three. Man. Bro, and I tell people like we play so open format that to me, a four hour set is perfect. Four hour set is like, yo, I'm, that's the sweet spot right there. The four hour set to me is like the sweetest, bro. You fucking start it up half an hour, 45 minutes. And then at 50 minutes, you kind of like bring it up and then you do like your little mid and then into the second hour, like whatever, like you're already hitting the hits, you know? Four like, hours is like the new two hours, bro. Yeah, I think so. That's a complete. Hell, not headlining, just a complete set. set yeah, and it really you can is. Hit all the pockets. And then six is crazy because, like, Blackbird outside, 11 to 5. Like, I mean, that's, that's, it's yeah. fun. To, I love it because it's like, yo, like, even there, I feel like I run, like, I run out of time. That's crazy. Because it's so much shit. And, like, I'll be DJing and I'll be, like, just, you know, preparing, 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 preparing. And then you're, like, running the motion. And then you're like, fuck, I didn't play this. Yeah, but the, the thing is that the Miami crowd keeps up with you. Yeah. Like, they're they're conditioned for it. Yeah, they're, like, they're they're trained, you know, especially, like, a Blackbird. But, yeah, I could see how it, 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 it could be fast, but it might seem long if the crowd was just, like. Right. Yeah, like, you're dragging. I mean, to me, bro, like, Blackbird doesn't feel long at all. Like, no. It's like a I time mean. warp, too. I feel like I'm, like, in a casino, like, because it's, like. Yeah, you're in like a box. You're in a box, so like you don't see anything. You don't see really the outside, and but um, but yeah. So so going back to to the trip, LA was cool. Like the spot, bro. I played only because he asked me. He's like, "Yo, is there anything you don't want me to play?" I'm like, "Just don't play Pitbull." <laughs> <laughs> like I was like, "Yo, play whatever the fuck you want. Like stay away from the Pitbull and then like the super cheese, you know." But I started with like reggaeton. Shout out to JQ. JQ pulled up, so I had to like. You know, going with some Latin shit. But uh, it was fun. That was super, super fun. The crowd was fun. Uh, Sunday, I chilled. I literally, like, just hung out with my friends. Um, Monday, I flew into Phoenix, and I went for the Beyond the Music retreat. Beyond Shout the out Music, to bro. DJ Vice and Beat Source. Uh, and I was, it was really good. It was good to see everybody. Good to see familiar faces. There's a lot of people that I saw that, you know, we've, like, networked throughout the last two years and we never met in person you know there's a lot of those people out there um and then i was out there till wednesday Damn, you know, dude, i need i need the the spark notes from the retreat bro so hey if you weren't we can all we can't all afford a past hey, dj retreat bro but um that <laughs> was good like all the all the all the seminars all the all the speakers were, were good everything was good and it's kind of like take the best of it you know because there's there's people from all different tiers and you kind of have to understand where you stand, you know, like everything is not for you, but you obviously learn from it, you know, and you, you see your angles or whatever. But, um, but yeah, there was, there was a lot of different people. They talked about the parties, doing your own parties. They had Raul here from Raul Sanchez from peach fuzz. They had Nopo that does his party, um, R and B and ribs. And then Jerome Baker, he has a few parties in DC and I think that was it. And then Crooked, Crooked hosted that one. Um, but yeah, different panels. They're all pretty informative. And literally, like, the most important thing there is seeing people, like, having people see you. Like, you don't, you know, it's besides the panels, like, the networking at the little. Yeah, it's like a, a networking event. Literally, yeah. Say. And it's it's whoever's out there is trying to get it, you know. And it's, it's good to see, put a name with the face and whatever. So it's crazy because there's not really... I mean, there used to be before in the past, but like an actual DJ's conference. Mm -hmm. I remember going to like D 
TJ's DJs right. in the freaking Sheraton Hotel and shit. Right. But that was more for artists. Yeah. But there's never been like a real working class, open format, traditional uh-huh. DJ conference. What's this? Um, It's kind of like TJ's DJs. There used to be another. It was like DJ World Summit or some other shit like that. But those were always kind of like. You know, very ego, very like competition based. You know, yeah, not nah, everyone was there with mixtapes, merch, shirts. Right. Like it was like right. a street team galore. Like, yeah, everyone's just out there. That was another world. But um, this one was cool. You know, I link link with a lot of people. Shout out to everybody that pulled up, and it was a good time. Then Wednesday, when the seminar was over, a few of us went out to Scottsdale. Um, shout out to Cutswell. Turn up. Yeah, it was, it was lit. Like yo. Scottsdale with Phoenix, and like Scottsdale, rem- like I said it earlier, Scottsdale reminded me of like, yo, know, of Killer Cass. Have you ever met the at at the highest slash lowest Killer Cass? Like he would have fit in right there. Like it would have been wild. It's but, like another world. I feel. I feel like Arizona is is another country almost. It's like because it's right on the border of like. I mean, it's right next to like L.A., Mexico. Like it's Vegas. All of, yeah. But it's its own little. It's desert. weird. It's weird because I see like the B versions, you know, like here we see like the plastic surgery over there. I see like the not so well done lips and like the fucking I, like, like the girls are obviously imitating because we went to a dinner spot, you know, typical high end dinner spot. Um, and yo, this is the wildest part. So we went to the spot. It was I mean, I'll say it, it was uh, Toca Madera. And we're there, you know, it's like high in Mexican. They have a DJ and then there's all the like pretty blonde girls and all the girls with extensions and all this bullshit. And like the DJ's playing fucking Tulum House, whatever. And then we hear the sax guy, you know, you know, you're the sax guy. And then like a table full of like 12 DJs, you know, we're obviously all like looking, critiquing. The sax is like super off key, like whatever. And we're like, all right, you know, whatever. We'll keep talking. And then a few songs later, we hear the guitar guy. Damn, they brought a guitar guy. Too. And then we're like, yo, and then I, we realize that the sax guy is also, is also the guitar guy. <laughs> but wait, budget. but wait, there's more. The sax guy, the guitar guy is also the DJ. Wow. So my guy with DJ fucking leave the song running. Climb on the thing. Put on Damn. the thing. And fucking That's pretty impressive. Bro. Rock out. And then he would get down and mix a song. And then he's like, all right, what instrument now? You know, like. But I was like, yo, what? Better be charging triple the rate, bro. <laughs> Probably he's getting a third of the rate. You know? Damn. Like, I don't it's know. It's like that. Those movies where like the the sheriff's the the doctor. And right, the doctor right, 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 right. The veterinarian and the veterinarian is the mayor. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> oh, can I talk to the mayor? He's like, well, I'm the mayor. He's like, can I talk to the treasurer? Well, I'm the treasurer. You know, like. Damn, for real, but yeah, then I never seen that either. I was like, "Yo, fucking!" Like, I'm not even mad, but when you're providing that much, like, no offense to my guy, like, I'm pretty sure he's not getting paid for like all. Yeah, there's a reason why you know why he's doing all the jobs. Right, right. So yeah, that was Wednesday, Thursday. I went out with Cutswell, peeped his spot, and like bounced around. I saw like the original Bottle Blonde, like, and dude, it's 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 just insane kind of mindset you know it reminded me of like mansion back in the day or, or like those south beach clubs were like you know you're feeding the tables you're you know you see the 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 fucking uh uh manager wearing 
you know, a suit and Jordans, like looking super stressed. Like, ah, I don't like it. And but people, but people the out there are like dressed like you could you could be out there in shorts, right? Yeah. There's no dress codes. Popping like mad bottles, but in yeah, shorts. Shorts. Short. And like, I mean, it's all it's all bottle blonde concepts. It's all high end sports bars, you know. You have bottle blonde and you have El Jefe, Mexican bottle blonde, hi fi, rock bottle blonde, uh, whatever, you know, and there's eight of those. So you walk around and but is Arizona like a sports town like that? Yeah, very college. ASU's right? there, yeah. That's why it works, right? ASU was like the biggest, I mean, it's always been like the biggest party school for like fucking 30 years, you know? That's why I guess like in Miami, that whole sports bar thing is not like as common as there. Right, right. Because people don't really like Yeah, I mean, and that's we, we talked about it last time, you know, like Miami's not a sports city. Miami watches sports when they, you know, when the Heat are winning. But it's not like boston when you're like you know i bleed yeah, celtic pride you know like nah and 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 what, what happens in all those college towns is i mean in chicago you have bottle blonde and 30 other concepts you know they all become especially in cities like that where they're like college hubs they all become like you know chicago like this state is like michigan state bar this place is notre dame this right. place is that and like and they show all the sports fucking women's lacrosse at 10 p.m at 10 a.m yeah. you know somebody's there to see that shit but yeah, but that was that was that. And then Friday I played. I actually and yo, I'll say this. Big shout out to my brother Chris Villa. It's one thing to like put a DJ on and be like, yo, man, rock with me. And then like it's one thing for him to be like, yo, cover my night. Yeah. So I covered his night uh, at a spot called uh Cobra Bar and, and it was awesome. It that was, place looks super sick. Dude, like, insane. The aesthetic of it is insane, super dope. dude. I loved it. I fucking loved it. And it's cool because you get there. And you walk up and it's it kind of looks like two containers. It's just like a little like a three or four module um like storefronts. And you walk in through the middle, there's a deck in the middle, and you can walk in through the left and the right. When you walk in, there's like deck, and then there's an entrance, and you look at the inside, and it's literally arcade just lined all across the like the wall, against the wall. The bar in the middle, and then the dance floor area, it's all arcades all around. And same thing, man. Chris is, you know, Chris has that spot tapped in and he told me play whatever you want. Uh, I played open format shit, like, and re- recorded that set too. I'm going to post that one too. And super dope. Saturday. Looks like you're in inside of Stranger Things. Yeah. Season super three. Stranger, bro. Like, season it was three. so, probably one of like the dopest venues I think I've played in a while. And then Saturday, same thing. Saturday was like a, even kind of fancier version and this one was the other one had pinball too but this one's just pinball start as pinball and they have a like a led looking screen they have all like the insides of the pinball machines like as wallpaper like a bunch of vintage just the boards you know the decorations were, were like the aesthetics of all these places are super dope even like the same thing with um even in scottsdale like all those venues are like aesthetically put together right you know and, and that's if you're a dj and you've been in the biz you you see that shit so saturday we did stardust which was a pinball bar a little bit more it was like kind of in a different area and and wild bro fucking played cumbias played fucking like mexican shit and like it all went off like so and then sunday i went out sunday fun you know that's where sunday fun they started like the real the real concept of like day drinking and like Damn. i had heard that i had heard that in the past like i that's didn't what, know that was a real yeah like they, they claim they claim that shit you know it's like you know like 
Sundays are for the boys. Right. So they that's where it started. I I peeped around and it was funny because they were like, yo, it was it was okay. But they were like, yo, this is so slow. It's Father's Day, blah, blah, blah. And oh, was, that's right. And I was like, ah. But um, but yeah, I mean it, bro, it's Phoenix is is dope. I really, really liked it. And what everybody tells me, it's like, yo, like you're so close to Vegas, so close to LA. They try to emulate all that shit. You know, it's like the people that's always in San Antonio. Like people would go to Vegas and and then come back and be like, let's open up an ultra club or an ultra lounge or whatever. But um Yeah, yeah. I guess it works because it's just it's like a college party town. Mm-hmm. And then they come up with all these concepts and people are just like, Yeah, let's fucking do it. Whatever. Yeah. And you have game. the people like you have the people coming in, like literally catering to bachelorette parties, bachelor parties and all that shit. And it's it's that's why like the music and a lot of the spots isn't even it. Like motherfuckers don't care. Like they're all playing like not even not twerk shit, but like some kind of bass edits and rap and I didn't hear that much house. I just I kinda heard like rap everywhere. Um But like the old school shit. Like or, party, like Travis Travis Boy. Yeah, right, right. Fuck, yeah. Uh and then no, but then I heard like the baby and I heard like some cardi I heard some kind of hood shit, like and I was like, Oh, all right, well. But it's just that constant um shift DJing, you know, like keep it above 7.5 but don't go up to yeah yeah yeah. because then it's how do you fucking maintain a turn of for eight hours yeah and it ends up being it it ends up being just um just like a flow of of people coming in and out but the real question is on your world dj tour did you play any new drake bro no damn you know what i haven't even heard the whole thing it's just one big song Right, it's one uh, long how tech house it's ten like, minute song. Yeah, I mean, from what I heard, it's <laughs> no. There's a couple good ones, but it's just I feel like I I've heard it. There's so many takes on it because it's so it's so fun to well, have a take. Yeah, of course, of course, on Drake albums. But I truly believe that he wrote those guys at that level. They're making music at, at such a high level that every time he puts out an album or a song. That shit is like premeditated, strategic. Like he's always playing the long game. Like this album was dropped because the next two albums are gonna be certain something. Right. Yeah, he, he did it with with uh, Loverboy, whatever. You know? Yeah, he's like, oh look, why not just have? Because why not? Like if you're making so much music and maybe this is your throwaways, mm-hmm. you have just one album of throwaways, but you're gonna generate money from it. So yeah, why not? And it's also and it's also the. You know the the format of of what he's doing, like that shit is. He knows that shit's popping. You know he knows that this fucking dude is popping. What's his name? Uh, Gordo. Uh, sorry. Well, Carnage. Sorry, Gordo. The artist formerly. The known. artist formerly known. Um, and it's that vibe. You know, Drake has been on that club shit. He's always drinking fucking was it uh, April Spritz and shit. Like, bro, and I feel like some people they like look so into it and read so into it. like, oh, why did he do? This house music or like this shit was techno. whack. What is what the fuck, bro? I Yo, think you're trying to hear this techno shit, bro. I think it's so much simpler than what people think. You know how like, especially as DJs, like you hear one song that's new and you're just like, bro, I fucking fuck with this song. Like I really like this song or whatever, and then you just start playing it over and over, and then like you're in that vibe of like, oh man, I'm really liking this type of music right now. 
bro, I think he's just like, he was in that vibe and he's like, yo, I'm gonna make a whole album, right? Because right I'm just like this right now. I'm yeah, in that and, tropical and, and, shit with my boys, Aero Spritz, like chilling, and got cornrows. Like, and he not? says it, um, he's like, oh, if you're not on this shit, cool, all right, like. Yeah, like I think he genuinely was like, man, I just want to make a lot of this music right now because this is the vibe I'm on, and I fuck with it heavy. Yeah, I like, fuck with it super heavy, yo. Like it's 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 dope. I saw a meme that was like, Drake made a song, a twelve, uh, twelve song intro to his song with Twenty One Seven. That's the only thing that I was like, I didn't understand. I that. mean, he had to get that one off, pumps, yeah. you know, like, <laughs> but. Or like, like that's true. Like it was maybe it was an intro, and then like the the next album is like a continuation of Twenty One mm-hmm. Savage type. You, you might do just an album with Twenty One Savage. Wow, you know, which I think that'd be kind of kind of dope. But um, no, I heard I heard some of it, and I've like seen a lot of like criticism. But what what I've seen that kind of resonates the most is like, yo, these all these are demos. Like, yeah, that's what it sounds like. They're kind of unfinished. They're just like ideas and concepts. But that's what makes it cool. Right, right. But it's not like. It's not like a, you know, too good, you know, like. No, no. Like, I don't even know. Like, what what songs are people playing? I don't know. I, I, I think don't know the one that's like stands out is the Massive, which Massive, I think right. was produced by Gordo because mm-hmm. it's very housey. But I mean, the other ones just all blend into to me. Like they all sound the yeah. same. But there's one that has like Jersey in it, on it. Too, yeah, right? yeah. There's there's a, there's a couple that have like that 130, 140 ish sound. Um, but a lot of people were saying also that it's good because now people are going to copy that. And it's yeah. Gonna elevate I mean, the, the new Beyonce. Music. You heard the new Beyonce? Yeah, I heard that. That's like similar too. It's yeah. just like a long ass house right, song. Right. Fire, so, you know? I guess we're going back into maybe the Maybe all scene. parties just turn into like a chill, fucking yeah. tropical vibe, dude. I fuck with that. That'd be Kygo comes out, fucking all those guys come back. Come out. back. Viceroy. Viceroy, man. I used to be heavy mm-hmm. into that. Shway. I heard this in, uh, speaking of Gordo, shout out to my homie Gordo, DJ Gordo in Chicago. Oh, Cuswell yeah. was like, yo, you think Gordo in Chicago is going to change his name to Carnage now? <laughs> DJ Carnage. That's an aggressive name, though. Mm-hmm. It's even more aggressive with the DJ in front of it. Dude, I saw, I remember seeing tweets like, like he would, he would retweet them. Carnage, Diamante would retweet people that were like, who the fuck is this? Fat fuck named Carnage. I've been DJ Carnage, but and he would just like retweet him and retweet him like, oh like who took my name? And I'm like, fuck, who wants that name? It's like that name is perfect for wh- how he started as a yeah, DJ. It was aggressive, like, like aggressive shit. Your Computer pants, music. trap, EDM, mm-hmm. like transformer music. But yeah. now, like, if you're trying to make tech house, you can't really be. No, and he was smart, dude. And like, shout out to him, dude. Like, I mean, he made a song with Drake, so dude. he's winning. Like, big shout-out to him, dude. I used to kind of hate on him. I'd be like, yo, like, what the fuck? This guy, Dick Wright. I mean, he's always been, like, farandulero and always Dick Wright. But, like, you know, cool. He's, making, he's fucking rolling around Man, with Drake, you know? He's like, doing something right. He's doing something got right. got a Drake on a Drake album. Drake album, yeah. So, what else What else we got for new music? New music? I mean, I feel like... Well, the, on the same day, I was hyped to hear Logic's album that nobody even knew I didn't was even coming know. out. Cause I thought he retired. Right. And then I don't even think he knew Drake's album was coming out. That shit just came out of nowhere. Ate, ate everyone's release. Uh, but that one's more, it's called Vinyl Days, I think. So mm-hmm. it's more like 
he has like premiere he has like those uh, type of people on it hip-hop hey yeah hip-hop heavy sample heavy it's dope but it's not anything like, yo somebody in the at the retreat said this i was gonna tweet it but you know what let's just fucking talk about it somebody the retweet at the retreat because you know we're talking about like 2000s parties and like i guess you know that's the trend and me and Alyssa were gonna do one pre-pandemic and now it's like all right like that's sh- that that's bo- just a regular weekend now right that ship that <laughs> ship you know i'm bro i'm playing jar rule more than i played jar rule when i was opening right you know? so somebody the retreat said like and this is the clip then they're like yo no one should be doing 90s rap parties or like 90s parties like because who wants those fucking old heads in the club or like what are those old heads doing in the club and i was like like, you kind of right. Like, but what what is considered an old head? What's the I definition know, like of an old head? Forty to fit like sixty. I know, like mid forties. Like I like nineties rap. I, you know, like I'll play hypnotize. I'm playing like Park and you know, like the heads. And, but they were kind of saying like making a party geared towards that demographic is not like your target audience that's not like a target audience you can theme it you could do like a monthly but like but what did you consider a 90s party and even well definitely 90s to 2000s but you could technically say that's like my generation because like yeah i wasn't like i was like fucking three years old but then when Mm -hmm. i got older i was listening to all the 90s shit yeah so but i feel like 30 or 40 but i feel like you're generation. i mean yeah because you're the generation now is into the 2000s when they were born it's like you that generation it almost goes back a generation because it's like yeah i was born in the 90s but i wasn't like i wasn't 15 listening to the records that were out in 93 but then when i got to like 12 years old i was like oh yeah i fucking was born in the 90s right there like you know you you start listening to all that shit so then you grow up on it yeah and then now you're older you got money you can go out there's an argument right no there is totally because i was kind of like you're right. Like if unless you're making, you're talking about like old heads that are like nah, '90s hip hop, like the real shit. Yeah, like think, Biggie, you Tupac, know, yeah, like, like they want to hear Far Side. Oh because, yeah, know, like, that that's probably a, that's that's not no. Goal. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like to have that kind of like I'm gonna play this fucking you know the B or remix of Tribe Called Quest. You know, yeah, you nah. ain't got this shit. Like no, like that nah. kind of mentality, that kind of concept. Like you can target it, but. You know, you got to adapt. Like, nah, and I feel like everyone that, not everyone, because I mean, I, I'm, I don't, I can't say everyone because I don't go to all those parties, but like pretty much everyone is more of like a marketing thing. Like, yo, we're taking it back, good vibes, 90s, 2000s, but it's like, I mean, we'll probably play like 80% of that, but like, whatever. Then you kind of go, it go, it go, it is what it is, but, you know. but the, the, the brand or the marketing behind it is like, I th- yeah, and then I was I was actually talking to my girl about that because this venue opened, and like she went to the opening, and I was like, how was it? I was like, how does that place look? Like their marketing is so like, you know, the shit everybody does now, like super retro this, like on film and this and that, and you're like, all right, I get it, like you're aesthetically cool, but like there's some people that actually want to see how the place looks. Yeah, but then she she was like, nah, like now it's like creating the brand and creating you know the look and everything to intrigue you to make you go there 
Yeah, it's like because now it's all about like the aesthetic and the what's aesthetics. cool and yeah. how, how am I gonna go somewhere and look when I take a picture. And, and they like, even they even talked about it. Um, and and I'm I'm completely agreeing. Like on the making on the doing your own party, like dude, if if we're doing a party and we have ten people there and like one of them is, you know, fucking so and so's hot ass girlfriend, yo, I'm gonna make sure the photographer get a, gets a picture of her. And that's one of the pictures that we post. Like, if there's 10 people there, I'm going to make the recap of the party. I'm It's going to look good. You know, so-and-so's hot girlfriend taking a shot. You know, so-and-so DJing. Like, the cool, super, like, you know, Fujifilm. Like, you just, and then you're like, damn, okay, that looks cool. You know, like, maybe you check it out next time. Like, and you build like that because I've seen that shit a lot. Parties that are dead and then you kind of look at their shit and you're like, oh, this looks kind of cool. Yeah, but then I think at some point you gotta like no, of course have I'm, a good product, right? But I'm saying like that's like week one or yeah, like yeah, week yeah, two, of course, you know, like of course, build it slowly, build. But that's the thing, and I, that's why a lot of in Miami is tough because no one, everyone, like especially owners and managers, and they want it now. They want like yo, like you guys start a party, you guys bring a hundred heads, and like yeah. turn around. It's like no one really. There's only a couple, handful of places where like they trust you, and they're like, "All right, this is gonna take time." Like you know, like ladies' night on Blackbird on a Tuesday that no. wasn't like overnight. Nah, that shit took years. But they gave him and the, his partners like a long time to like build that up, patience, mm -hmm. and like start a little buzz, and then eventually. Trend. Yeah, because even even that party was started totally different. Like the concept of, of when it first started um was was different. Like it was it was a different, whole different demographic. And I think they got A Train to come to DJ and then get involved and he slowly like got got in and became the guy, you know, and but it took years. I remember DJing when like a train asked me to DJ one time and, and they still had the old people, like the original people. And it was like, they're playing like dubstep. And this is when Blackboard was still like, you know, like, oh, we play elitist music, you know? Like, yeah. Like the music had to be you know, a certain way. Contra was still recording your sets and like, you know, like <laughs> shout out to Contra. It's probably listening. <laughs> I hope. Um, but um, yeah, like, I remember walking in and it was like, Ooh, boom, boom. this was in the inside room. That's not meant to sound that like that. And I was like, yo, what the fuck is going on? But then, you know, you, he turned it around and now it's probably the, I think the best party in Miami, you know, especially on a Tuesday a weekly. Like, and that, that's even makes it even tougher, like a Tuesday night. Yeah. But that's the thing. Miami is more like, what have you done for me lately? So like after like four weeks, if like, it's not because I mean, for me, if you see a party like gradually grow and like, yeah, maybe there's not like 200 people, 300 people first month, but like there's first there's 20, then there's 40, yeah. then there's 50, then there's 60. And then every week is consistent. Right. But people just want that freaking bar number right. and the money and the and percent. And what I've seen, what I've seen a lot now um, is that, you know, it's it's teams. It's not just like the DJ and, and two promoters. It's like. All right, the DJ, and then you know what? Let's have a little nail pop up. Let's yeah. bring this girl that does a fucking tarot reading. You know, let's you know connect with so and so. I mean, and now you have different seltzers and brands and different kind of. Um, and that's the thing too; it's tougher to start because, like, now you can you could almost be more corporate about it. Where like, oh, let's just 
hit up a bunch of these brands and companies and and do like our own activation within mm-hmm. the party and then like before you know it five p- different hands are involved and yeah. then they bring 10 people each and then it's like an event and then like you don't really got to start a party no yeah. or maybe that's how you accidentally start a party right but there's 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 a lot of ways to do it now yeah it's, it's just different yeah the teams cheating bro you need the tape no, he's out here. Oof. Special guest. Yeah, I'm not even gonna try. But um, yeah, I mean, and then also like the scene in Miami is a little different, you know. I feel like the scene in Miami, especially like after going to the retreat, I feel like the scene in Miami has um, you know, we've always been ahead of the curve, you know. I remember traveling, going to Texas, and being like, "Yo, big rooms are dead," and they were like, "Nah, man, you're fucking crazy," and I'm like. Well, look at look at all y'all opening these fucking outdoor. Well, what would you say is the 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 next trend? Not, or maybe the current trend in my house, like the bro, like the kind of tech housing. Like that's true. I, I think that's that. the biggest. You know, like let's be honest, bro. Like the open format shit isn't isn't pop, like for the youth. You know, like it's not popping for the youth. Not, I yeah, mean, I feel like that's the the older crowd. Like, it's like yeah, mid twenties, yeah, like mid mid twenties and up. You know, they just want to hear the sing alongs, isn't that? But the yeah, the younger crowd, I think, is more like niche. the more seen crowd. Yeah, I mean, like you know, even on the more like selection vibes, like the love below kind of parties, and like you know, they go to those kind of things or or the house shit. You know, um, what's this dude um, that street manages uh, Nick Leon? Like, he has this shit popping. Like, the shit they do at, like, Space Park and all those shits. Like, those shits are always packed. Yeah. And I've seen, like, uh, that Wednesday party that these guys do. The Unknown Dudes. My, that uh, Mikey. Oh, that's and, right. Actually, that's tonight. Yeah. yeah. I think he's playing tonight. He's playing tonight? At Hardeen. Like, Dog, those I'm type be, of vibes. I'm going to be in the round later. So, I'm like, Damn. Put your hands up in the, in the middle of the booth, bro. Bro. Fucking... <laughs> Zoni Leno sample. Javoy, voy, 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 voy. But that's that's the shit. That's what's that's the shit that's popping right now. Yeah, I feel like that is kind of the wave right now. Mm-hmm. But then you still have places like Live and all that stuff. But that's, that's more ticket tourists. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's interesting. Miami's always so weird, and it's crazy because I wonder. I was just seeing that we were like one of the host cities, mm-hmm. 2026 World Cup. Yeah. But I was like, what is like going to look like in 2026? Like, I just think I just think Miami, you know, and and talking to Paul yesterday, he mentioned it like, yo, like, you know, some of these new venues that have different concepts that have come to Miami are going to work because, you know, they have different. Uh, places they have venues all over the country and like so many people have moved to Miami from other places and like yeah that's I think that's what a lot of it is like everyone's coming from out of town and doing their own thing instead of how before it was a lot of local yeah no definitely I think the local scene has definitely died out and another thing that I that I mentioned to Paul was that like yo like right now is our original since you know Miami's always ahead of the curve like we ran out of COVID money a long time ago. Like the fucking party COVID money, like is long gone. And I think at the end, the beginning of this year is when we started to see like, all right, like things are kind of slowing down a little bit. The locals don't go out as much. They do like dinner and a, and a, and a, and a you can only do one thing now, bro. Fucking right? inflation, inflation with everything, right? <laughs> Gas prices. Right. right. 
So Miami, yeah, I think Miami's just becoming. It's not, and it kind of sucks, and I hate to say it this way, like, like the, the thought of coming to Miami for Miami things is kind of not even a thing anymore. Because you know people don't go to South Beach. Like the Wynwood environment, you have. Each city has their own variation of it now. Right. That's so crazy. Like so, now there's a Wynwood area in every city, basically. Yeah, an art right. district. Yeah, there's an art, there's a gentrified art district in, in every city. So like, you know, these these high-end sports bar concepts and other kind of like New York ID New York concepts that are coming down or are working their way down, um, are gonna become the norm and and Miami's gonna actually gonna be late in some of these trends, you know? Miami's just kinda becoming another city. So it's weird. I don't know. I see it super weird because it's not like, oh, I'm going to go to Miami and, and go to Mansion and be on South Beach and nah. ride jet skis. No, it's and like people. the locals are like, bro, I paid three grand for this one bedroom. I'm going to chill in this yeah. one bedroom I'm doing all shit. fucking yeah. <laughs> week, then, all then, weekend. And then the younger kids, like the concept of going to a club to them is like kind of non-existent, you know? Yeah, bro. They, and then to them, they're like, bro, if you're like. I mean, mo- I, well, Miami's different because you live at your parents' house till you're like 30. Right. But like if or you're longer. Yeah. But <laughs> if you're like one of those kids where you're like, all right, I got to save up. I got to like to get my own places yeah. and that like, bro, a fucking one bedroom is like twenty five hundred bucks. Yeah. You're not going to be it's going out spending money like you right. got to like save bread and then uh, to get a new car is this amount like you can't be driving a bmw for 500 bucks anymore right. at your mom's crib like Forever. now it's a thousand yeah <laughs> now those guys aren't, aren't getting the haircut every week yeah they're bro. getting more hours at t-mobile you know like, <laughs> they're opening more you know the key holders are going That's to the wharf true, once a week bro. i didn't even think of that like because you could kind of you know miami was notorious for the fake it till you make it flossing but mm-hmm. it's tough now because you really can't afford those, to those club 50 ballers remember yeah bro you can't afford to be fucking flossing now bro can't, yeah I don't know. unless you really got it like yeah i don't know but I'm, I'm i'm interested if there's any literally 20 19 to 20 year old djs out there like hit us up i'm interested to see what you're doing what kind of gigs are you playing at oasis in the grove I don't even know. You know that's what I'm saying. Like, are you playing at the Doral uh, Billiards or I don't know? Like, what's what's the move? What's what are 20 year olds doing right now? Are they guys, not girls? Because we know 20 year old girls are at pillows. Like, (laughs) so nah. And then it's also like there's there used to be that like breeding ground. There used to be like all ages or even Mm -hmm. 18 plus. Right? There's no 18 plus anymore at all. And I actually saw something very. I didn't think about it like that but i saw um alex dreams because he, he owns a club now in, in la and he was saying like oh people ask me why i do 18 18 and overs and he's like i'm investing investing in the future you breed them yeah so That's then smart. you're creating that culture i think miami's out. just too dangerous for that. yeah yeah you can't do you it can't. bro which is wild when i think about but other cities shit. still do it most cities still do it dog i'm going to fucking wyoming i'm playing at a spot that has no, I think the first night might be like a teen night. I think I'm doing like a teen night. Damn. And then the second one is adults. I'm doing Friday and Saturday, and then Saturday I think it's adults. But I don't even think they serve liquor. It's like some. I mean, it's in Casper, Wyoming. It's like some weird kind of like, like situation, or whatever. But they say it turns up. 
but it's it, a college town and like a lot of athletes are there and that's why they don't really serve liquor it's crazy like, when you think about it I, I can't believe there used to be clubs that were 18 to get in 21 to drink that was like always a tagline i remember but you would have a band that you could drink but now i'm thinking about that i'm like how would that even i remember when dude one time i came to space i had just turned 21 and it was 18 for girls right like yeah, or they would do that. 18 for girls, 21 guys. 21 for guys. And Space did it. And it was like... Which is even actually weirder. If you were... Yeah, exactly. Think about it. Exactly. <laughs> like, that's not... That's that doesn't sound good. It doesn't sound right at all. But I remember that it was like, if you were a girl of age, you had a band. It was like the opposite of guys. Like, guys of age had a band and only underage girls had bands. Yeah, it sounds like a lot It was like a weird kind of like, didn't make sense kind of thing, but... Dude, in Miami, you can't. 18 and up? Imagine, nah, bro. You nah. can't, bro. I don't even know how they got away with all ages, bro. Dude, no. No, like 18 and up for in Miami? No. Well, sorry. yeah, what's crazier was all ages with like 20-year-olds running the all ages. 21-year-olds, yeah. like, bro, what? I mean, yeah, all ages. Well, all ages, there was zero alcohol, right? Like, No, zero alcohol, but I mean, everyone right. would fucking show chug, up, chug out before, sneak some shit in. And yeah. like, all you would sell is water and Red Bull. Like, the liabilities in that shit, to me, are so, like... Crunk energy drink. Dude, like, as, as an adult and knows how club works, and, you know, like, to have a 19-year-old in your club, knowing that they came in under the influence, like... Bro, I think about the shit that used to go, like, go on back then. Um, bro, I remember me and my boy, this is allegedly, we didn't, I don't know if this happened. <laughs> we rented, allegedly, a warehouse in Doral. It was, like, this warehouse right behind the cove mm -hmm. that everyone was throwing parties at but it was like they had a deal with something and it was like a it was like a party rental but then like at night they like re they basically remade this to be a party space mm -hmm. for like quinceañeras and whatever but right. also it was known that like you could rent this place out and throw a party charge like they had like this whole deal whatever me and my boy were like oh like we were st still like djs at the time were like oh let's let's try to do our own one and we call number one we called it crunk <laughs> and we fucking put little john on the on the and thing we said we were selling crunk which you can't even do that and then we put like a little thing that said like a uh, special shot like like we didn't say what it was but it was it, all deceiving it was all deceiving whatever but unbeknownst to the owner we fucking set up like a little allegedly a mini bar with like pre-made crunk shots wow which was the crunk energy drink which we had no affiliation to and some special special sauce, sauce. right whatever she thought we were just selling water and crunk and uh like an energy drink right. and then like two hours into the party she sees all these kids stumbling all these kids like out of their minds she's like what's going on and then she went to the bar and she realized that they were selling alcohol allegedly yeah. and bro she fucking shut us down and like imagine i was like oh what's the big deal like right. it's just kids like everyone's drinking might as well but uh, at the time like bro she could have gone to jail like not, nobody else but her because uh, she owned the place but also she was letting underage like parties go on uh, it was all weird yeah but. i mean there's so many that's what i'm saying 2022 mentality of being in a shit for fucking 20 years you're like yo that doesn't fucking make sense yeah like, no no that, as a business side as a 
Anything. But I mean, that was that's typical Miami. Like, oh, you have a, a space that you can turn into something else, bro. People were there was a period in time where people were basically buying up warehouses or or finding friends that like there was another one that like uh, his sister or cousin was part of this big cheerleading thing that mm-hmm. had a warehouse where they did all their shit. And he's like, well, at night I'm gonna turn it into there. a club. Wow, they would do illegal, unfucking licensed parties there with like a thousand kids, like with pre-sales. There was all sorts of Dude, like I remember hacks. when I first moved back to Miami, 2009, 10, um, I went to a warehouse in Wynwood. That's probably like 1-800-LUCKY now or whatever the fuck. This was like when Wynwood literally was nothing. It was, this was like 2010 and like, bro, it was insane like danny danny days was playing like 90s house and i have just recently moved and i was like yo what the fuck is this this is not south beach you know back then you only thought like south beach south beach Beach. and i was like what's this catch ass neighborhood like i forgot how i found out about it um and dude it was wild and i was like fuck like this is sick but I don't know. Is that shit, shit still like that going on? Maybe on the house yeah, scene? I don't know, man. I was wonder like, what are the kids doing nowadays for fun? I can't, can't yeah. imagine. Well, we'll end on that note. Yeah, for real. Yo, it's MI Radio. And we out. We'll see Peace. y'all next week. That's, uh, if you're 19 years old. <laughs>